0: Thanks for listening to Spraymakers, the podcast where Chris Rossi and Trent Finlayson dive deep into the world of water skiing. The season is really kicking off, and with everyone getting more time on the water, the boys wanted to talk about training, what their schedules look like, as well as offer some wisdom on the best training practices.
1: People want to know, you know, like like when to ski, how much to ski, what kind of skiing do you do while you're skiing, and 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 I just you know following people's careers and and reflecting on my own career. You know, it's really easy to see where mistakes are made, and and you know, in answering that question for myself, I, I wish, I, I I wish I you know knew now or had the confidence to execute um, back then like I do now.
0: Exactly. I mean, I, I think for sure every person's definition of this will be different. I think you and I probably have two of the uh, longest hardest roads that we could have made for each, you know, for, for ourselves. So we've, we've kind of, what I'm getting at here with this, with this story is that we've, we've done it all. Uh, we've, we've had, we've had good approaches, we've had poor approaches and we've learned along the way. So yeah, I think it's a really good way to be able to share with everybody, you know, uh, things that worked, things that didn't. And then hopefully what could happen is our, you know, or what will happen is our listeners will be able to kind of identify their strengths and weaknesses, and then be able to build from that. You know, yeah,
1: yeah. So, like, I, I mean, you know, y- your career was. I mean, maybe you're, you you view it differently, but like from from my view and and from your competitors' views and and people that followed your career, I mean, you you your your career was incredibly successful, and 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 you'll know the timeline obviously better than I. But I, I just all of a sudden it was like in 2005, and and it was probably the, the year before that even, but. It was just it, it's it seemed like there was a shift, and then moving forward, where, where all of a sudden, you know, you weren't just the guy, you know, coming up with techniques and 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 like shaking, you know, you know, rattling cages a little bit. All of a sudden, it's like you were the you you were just boom, like one of the guys that everyone else had to contend with. And so, like, what was there? So, like, moving through like that part of your career, was there all of a sudden like a shift in? in your training or, or, or in your approach, your day-to-day approach, or was it, or what, what was that shift like for you?
0: Well, I think, I mean, I think back then for, for myself, I think it was an evolution and, and just, you know, when you're that age, you know, let's say 2000, what am I, you know, I'm 24 or something like that you know, at that age, you've got, well, and I was, a, I'm, I'm obviously a guy. So at that place, I've got, you know, my testosterone's pumping. I'm just, I'm really yeah. driven. Yeah, you know, I'm really driven to, to want to get better. And, um, you know, if you want to go to the 2005 ish zone, then what I would say is, you know, in the early two thousands, that's when we were really pumping, uh, these new concepts that we were, we were trying to prove and, and trying to, uh, evolve. And so as you as you as you learn more about what works and what doesn't you refine your focus and so for me like i i I think the 2004 2005 2006 that's where i wasn't i was i was still evolving with how i understood how to do the techniques that that we were changing and coming up with yeah um so i think at that point i was getting better at at being confident in what i was doing and not trying to implement you know too many new things when you, you know, when you, if you blow up your whole system and you, mm. you you can go from a person who can run the course or a person who can run 35 and then you got to go backwards and then, yeah. you know, you blow it up and then you come back stronger, you know, that's what was it? Take one step back, two steps forward type of thing, yeah. you know? So I think that for me, that was, that was part of it, you know, getting my, getting a really clear vision in my head of what I was, what I wanted to do on the water And then, you know, also that's about the time frame that I started to kind of understand, like I wasn't, I wasn't to the place where I am now, where I listened to my body exclusively, but I was starting to get to that place. You know, I, I had beat myself into the ground, you know, in those, you know, from 2000 to 2004 or five and there, I mean, I just skiing my brains out as much as I could. I, you know, in hindsight, I'd say I was hurt more than I was healthy. Um, these aren't, these are, this is like NFL player style hurt, meaning that you can still perform, but you're not at your, you're not, you're at your optimal, optimal game. So, yeah, you know, do you, did you have a shift in, did you have a shift or do you have a a moment, you know, cause I mean, you had the same thing. I mean, you had just every, it seems like every year of your career has gotten better and, and, uh, you know, how does that attest to, you know, how you train or how you ski or approach it?
1: Well, probably like what? you know mine happened mine happened you know far later and and <clears throat> mine happened pretty much as i was kind of finishing anyway <laughs> you know um but by my but yeah my shift was really just being just man it was really um like finding like it's a word he's a lot but but it was it, it was like you know i started skiing with with authenticity like i started skiing and training the way i felt it, you know, it, it, in reflection, the way I always knew I should have been, but I just stopped doing what I thought I was supposed to be doing. You, you know what I mean? Um, so like really taking control of my skiing, like not, you know, when it came to, when it came time, you know, cause I, you know, like you, you know, I spent my whole career really, you know, coaching first, skiing second. Um, but, you know, it was around like 2014, 15 moving forward where then I just took control complete control of my skiing like my that that hour was my hour and I stopped you know I stopped uh doing it the way I thought other people thought I should be doing it you know so uh
0: that sounds crazy people but that's actually really 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 common
1: 100% yeah and and then you know and just even like silly stuff like you know uh, like can you know, con- not to be a prima donna, but, but controlling who's in the boat. Like, uh, you know, in the past it was just, you know, people want to watch you ski. So I was like, yeah, no problem. And, and it, and it would make me really, really nervous. And, and, and I'm supposed to be training. And I'm not supposed to be practicing. I, like, why would I, why would I create a scenario where I'm, where I'm not comfortable? And, and, and I, and I did it because I, I felt like it was a uh, you're supposed to challenge yourself. And, and, and if you can't do it in practice, how can you do it in a tournament? And it's like, well, this isn't a tournament. This is practice. And and I found that, you know, when I, when I started controlling that, that, that practice environment, and again, I'm not, not suggesting you make it stale and make it, you know, and and be a jerk and start kicking people out of the boat, but, but whatever that thing is for you, like just, you know, making your practice sessions, um, as valuable as they can, you know, especially if you, if you have some, you know, some real, uh, some real goals uh tournament you know tournament goals laid out you know laid out ahead of you so so then just the nuts and bolts of it like what you know people want to know like how much should you be skiing and I know that's not a that's not a question that has the same you know numerical answer for everyone but but you know when you found like you were you were skiing your most successfully what did that look like I mean how, how how often were you skiing how much were you skiing
0: You know, the craziest, uh, not the craziest, the the nicest, most beautiful thing that happened for me, uh, was meeting my future wife and, uh, having her come on board with me because when you're in this stuff day to day, you can get caught up in, in your goals and you're just like, I'm willing to sacrifice everything for this. And, uh, one of the beautiful things I think for me was just that my wife was able to look at me and go, Hey, Chris, um, you really think you need to ski today? Like, you're on day six. You look like you're hurting. you got a little limp, your back stiff. I mean, I, you know, she's like, I heard you roll out of bed and kind of moan. Like, are you sure? And I didn't have any clue of what was going on. So I was mm-hmm. like, what? Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. You know? And then I would, then I would get hurt or tweak. <laughs> I would say tweak, tweaked, you know, like just little tweaks. Yeah. And then she's like, so what are you going to do about that tweak? And I was like, huh? I don't know. And she's like, have you ever got a, have you ever got a massage? And I was like, no, not really. And she's like, you know, and so she basically taught me that kind of, you know, to to be preventative versus reactionary. And I thought that 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 right there was like a huge, huge sidebar discussion. But I think it's really important. Ultimately, you know, going back to that 2005 era, that's about when I met her as well. And that's when I got to change my change my thoughts. So how does that relate to? to myself and my skiing, well, as I evolved from that place, you know, listening to my body was more important than number of sets, you know, what is it quality over quantity? Um, you know, and so really, I think it's, I think it's uh, one of those things that's just really important that you got to understand that this is a, this is a physical sport. I mean, we're, everything we're talking here on the, on spray makers is to help make this uh, more technical and less muscle but i mean the reality is you're going to get into positions that are going to strain strain your body. I didn't answer your question at all, I'm sure. So, let's go let's go back and answer it again, but
1: <laughs> Yeah, no. I, well, so, I mean, number 1, listen to your body. So, you know, in that, you know, in answering that question, how much should you ski? Well, it's going to be different for everyone. Um, so it, i i guess it's probably would you say it's it's recognizing the difference between being slightly fatigued <laughs> and being fatigued to the point where uh, where some level of injury is is you know is going to be the next step
0: exactly i mean I, I mean if you're taking advil in the morning you've got your answer already you know i i just i will i will not take any meds um i'm not saying that there aren't people out there that that that's their only way that they're going to be able to ski but what i am saying is for me when i wake up in the morning if my back is sore you know yeah i'm going to go take a hot shower and yeah it's going to loosen up but when i first get out of bed in the morning and walk around i i know how i feel and if i'm not feeling like today's a go day if i'm feeling like oh i just not really into it You know, mentally, you can be mentally tired, you can be physically tired, you know, and Mm -hmm. you can be both and both is really tough place to be. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, I think it's just really important on that end, on that end. So, So, and and, and
1: it'll, and it'll be different for everyone again, but like for you, you know, when you're skiing, you know, know, when you're skiing your best and let's just, we'll just say midsummer and we'll just leave tournament schedules out of it. What, What, how many sets a week or how many days a week?
0: I'm shooting for about 10. Yeah. 10 cents a week. I yeah. mean, 10 cents a week plus or minus, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you, you can never count on the conditions in most places, at least in the country, there are some lakes I know that just never get rough, but yeah. you know, I mean, you, yeah. So I'm kind of looking for 10, that's five days, two sets, two sets a day. You know, yeah. that's, that's, I, I found, I mean, I can do more, but that, that just really, that's kind of my max. I'd say I average between eight and 10. Yeah. Um, I can ramp it up a little bit more. I can ramp it down depending on what's going on. I mean, you and I have been to how many photo shoots together and, and what do those sets look like? Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and that's at the beginning of the season, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so, and, and so we can ramp up when necessary, but it, if you want to be, you know, this is something that I think Trent, you've really laid a timeline out on is that you're, it's not, you're not defined by that day. You're not defined by one practice set or, or one week of practice. You're defined by the goals you set and, and how, how are you progressing towards reaching that goal? You know, it's not like I go out every day and I, I define myself by, and this is maybe what was happening uh, pre pre 2005 for me would be, I was going out and just trying to set my personal best every single day. Yeah. And I mean, I, still have that desire my friends like that is that's not even <laughs> that's not even in question but i also have to understand that you know you know i got i got injured last year pushing it too too far way too early in the season and never even knew i hurt myself on the pass and then next day my arm hurts you know and i just uh-huh. hyper extended my elbow whatever so i think it's really important on that end to um you know, to have a game plan and then to realize that that game plan has to be able to flex some, you know, and, and so how do you approach that when you're, when you're, you know, when you're out there and you're starting, let's say, you know, the first six weeks of the, of the year, you know, when you're out there, how do you, how many sets are you taking? Uh, how many passes per set? That's a little lead yeah. in. And then, yeah. yeah, And then, um, what do they look like? You know, I think that's a, I think people just, I mean, I just think people go out there and want to be mid season as quickly as possible. Yeah. And there's some realities in this to, to have to think about. So,
1: yeah, no, that's, so I threw you right into the middle of a season. And I think that's, you know, um, I think that, you know, that eight to 10, you know, just looking around me and just thinking back to, you know, some of the, the other, you know, top skiers I, I, I used to ski with, I think, I, I think that number is probably pretty, pretty, you know, that's probably pretty similar for, for most people. Um, but back to your question, beginning of the season, that's probably when, <clears throat> excuse me, when I ski the most, um, in terms of number of sets per week. Um, and, and I probably would be somewhere in that, like you're saying, like six to 10 sets a week. Um, and, and that, cause at the beginning of the season for me, that's when I need volume, you know, just, just to, you know, just to start, you know, find my balance points again and, and just, you know, getting, getting used to the speed and, 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 and all the other stuff, you know, all the other items we, we discussed when we were talking, you know, a few episodes back about early season skiing. Um, but for me, like those first, man, the, the first 20 sets, and this is something I just started in the last couple of years, they're going to be four passes, five passes and six will be like on, on the high end on on a day when every, you know, when I'm feeling especially good. But, um, you know, it was funny that, that, that six pass set, you know, which is just such a standard for everyone where, where, you know, five passes, isn't a real set. And seven is that, well, that's too many. It's funny. Like that number, you know, that, that, that's a ski school number. That, that number came from way back when, and, and it, it would have been, you know, someone trying to figure out you know how many students they need to pull an hour and and it's funny how it just it was just so you know adopted where where i mean the rhythm of our brains i mean six passes is just so ingrained in us so um the beginning of the season i i'm going to i'm just going to ski until i start to feel fatigue you know and if that's four passes great if it's five great if it's you know if it is seven then that's fine too but um for me though, it's going to, it's going to go more towards a four or five passes, especially, you know, again, especially the first couple of weeks of the year.
0: Yeah. It's really important. I mean, that's the thing when, when you're strong, you're going to be able to do these things, these techniques and these, um, these discussions that we've been having on spray makers, you know? So the moment that I start feeling fatigue, my brain also is being distracted because I can feel the fatigue. And, and so I'm, I'm, probably going to subconsciously start to guard on that. And then all of a sudden I start losing that great stance. I start bending my arm. I start doing all of the techniques that I'm, that I'm trying to move away from. So I really, that took me a really long time to figure out, you know, that the, for me, I I agree with Trent for me. I'm, I'm really, I just, I kind of just set my, set my, my, uh, first, three weeks at least. And all I'm doing is four passes. I mean, even if I feel strong after my fourth, I'm like, nah, I'm good. If I do anything, I'll take a, I'll take a third set of four. Yeah. 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 You know, I think, I think a lot of this comes down to like just really understanding. It took me a long time in weightlifting to, you know, at the gym to think about what, what is, what's happening there. You know, you're lifting weights. Is it your one rep max that is really important or is it all of the cumulative weight that you lifted in a day, yeah. right? So, and that's, yeah, exactly. that's what I've come to. I've come to the, it's the accumulation. Yep. So you gotta, but you also gotta be able to build up to that too, right? Like first day at the gym, you're not going to be able to go. You're going to, you're going to feel that fatigue earlier. And if you ever feel your technique degrading, it is time to call it and then just go more. So where I'm getting at is three, what is that? Three sets of four is 12 passes. Yeah, hmm, that's weird. That's like two sets of six <laughs> passes, right? So, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that everybody has that kind of time frame when they go to the lake, but understanding, really, I think it's 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 massively more about not necessarily uh, passes. It's like buoys run, you know, like or or passes or sets. It's not sets, I guess, is what I'm saying. It's buoy. It's it's amount of yeah. passes that you that you put together. It's cumulative over the course of a day and then over a course of a season. You know, yeah, so, point. so it's, yeah, it's just kind of one of those things that I, it sounds so simple when you hear it, but for some reason that, that kind of math wasn't going through my head that I could, that I could ski strong, smaller, strong sets and maybe add in an extra one versus skiing longer sets where I was being fatigued. And those last two passes, you know, you can say I'm skiing myself into shape. I'm doing all this, but in my mind, all I can feel when I ski those passes is I'm not doing the things that I want to be able to do on the water. Thus I'm now supporting something that, that I'm trying to go away from.
1: Yeah, for sure. And and I, I can, I feel the same way too. You know, when I start to get tired is, is, uh, you know, you, I, I just start to take physical shortcuts, you know, I'll start leaning on the rope a little earlier and, and, and you know, and just not moving as, as, you know, as uh, dynamically as, as, when I'm fresh. And, 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 and like you had said, like, it's not just about, it's not just about the number of, of passes you take it. It's, it's the quality, right? So right. It, it, if, you know, if you can break up that and again, it is going to be different for everyone. I keep saying that, but you know, like some, some people they're they're they just, they're not going to feel fatigue at four passes. And so it's not, you know, it's not saying you have to shut it down at any given time, but it just, just don't, you know, you can loosen your grip on that ideal that six passes is is the only way to go. And, and again, especially at the beginning of the year, you know, I, I, uh, I feel like taking that four pass, five pass, and then just coming in and, and, and. And resetting, and even if you know if you're on a time crunch, even if you if it's only thirty minute break, but reset, you refocus and go out and make sure your first two passes are are absolutely phenomenal. Um, and that
0: might be it for the day. You might just go out and just just get that last two passes in before you. Gotta, before you got to run. But as long as you, as long as you put that focus on those two, I'm going to do these as well as I can. That's that's where I'm at, especially. Well, I'd like to say I'm that way the whole season, but I am definitely that way in the first month to six weeks. You know? And what is you asked you asked me what your what your summer, what my summer looked like. What is it? So now now when you're really starting to feel strong again, you know, you're starting to feel strong, you're starting to feel like you got your game plan set, you're doing the things that you want, you've got your repetitions in. Then as you transform a little more into some tournament time and and you're more in shape what do your sets look like what's the pass numbers what are you are you doing a lot of back-to-backs are you doing yeah. straight up the rope are you going up the rope back down the rope what what is it that it looks like to you for
1: so for me like as as um as i start you know as my skiing starts progressing and and i start you know um you know running better scores and, dah, 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 and all that so my my um my volume in terms of you know, number of sets per week, it, it, it drops off sharply. Uh, but the sets are going to get longer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially if I'm working some of my harder passes and, and I want to just keep taking shots. Um, you know, I might do easy, might do eight, 10 passes you know, but, but again, remembering what that looks like, you know, it's it still might <laughs> only be running five passes and then taking four or five shots and, 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 but, but still, but, you know, only, only doing it while I'm fresh enough to, to make, you know, to make the moves that that I am trying to make. Um, but the number of sets per week for me that time of year drops way off. Like, I mean, if I'm skiing very well, I mean, it might be three sets a week, mm-hmm you know? um, And what do you think that,
0: what do you think the advantage to that is? Because I think there's going to be a lot of people listening going, well, if I only skied that much, I wouldn't be able to ski that well. So what
1: just skiing fresh, you know, like just never, you know, never having to ski tired. Um, and then for me, it just, it's that, you know, not wearing myself down, um, you know, psychologically, emotionally, um, And never skiing when I don't absolutely 100% really want to ski, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And that was, that was something, you know, I wish I had. Guilty. Yeah. Like I wish I wrapped (laughs) my brain around that years ago. It's just like, what am I doing? You know, like I'm, you know, and the funny thing is, is is we get caught thinking that if we're not on the water, we're not, we're not bettering ourselves. And And it's like, no, like you know, you could spend time in the gym, you know, during the season or, or, or if that's not your thing, spend time stretching or, or, you know, what I'll do is, is if I don't feel like skiing, but I, but I know I need to be immersed in it, then I'll, I'll take my wing off and, and run through my setup, you know, measure everything, you know, measure my boots, maybe work on something that I might be working on. If it's, you know, like filing a wing or, you know, I just be involved with it. You know, watch video is a great one, but you don't need to be. You don't need to be on the water <clears throat> to be bettering yourself as a skier.
0: Right. You're still connected to what you're doing. You're just not having to physically do it. You know. Yeah. Um,
1: and and I get it. Like you know, people love skiing. So like the thought of doing, you know, I, I, maybe on the learning curve and 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 where I am in terms of this whole water ski picture for me, I'm probably in a different place than a lot of listeners. So you you know like there there is no substitute for repetition but it just it has to be you know mindful purposeful repetition don't just ski and ski and ski and ski um really for the the big one is 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 fatigue um you know when you end up in this place where you're just doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over and that kind of repetition is not useful that's
0: mentally fatiguing man i yeah. mean you know what i mean like that just that just takes you out of that just once you're mentally fatigued, you're going to, even if you're physically strong, if you're mentally fatigued, you're, you're not going to be able to focus on the things that you want to do. You know, I think, I think one really thing, sorry to cut you off. I, I hope I didn't. didn't no, uh, no. Hey, how, a huge how, part.
1: D- Don't but, do this. So like, um, you had asked about, um, running up the rope or up and down and mm-hmm. you go ahead and answer that. What, 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 how, what does that look like for you when you, when you're skiing your best and it's, and it's nice mid season and everything's nice and fun and productive. What, what, what are your sets look like?
0: First off, I just wanna say you just actually read my mind where I was gonna go with it. Um, It's called, uh, what I I would call it is intention. So Mm -hmm. I have intention for every set that I ski. So I do not just go to the lake, throw my ski on and go. So beginning of the season, I'm going to the lake and we've talked about this in previous episodes. I'm going to the lake with a goal of of technique and how I'm skiing and I'm going to grade myself on how well I do the technique, not on my buoy count. Right. And I'm trying to get my reps up and I'm trying to do that. Then, you know, as as I as I'm um, getting more reps in and I'm feeling stronger and I'm feeling like, like the whole package is coming together. Then it's going to look like for me, I'm, you know, I'm very fortunate. I ski with, uh, Nick and Mike Parsons and, and guys like, uh, uh, Jeff Milford and, and, and so, uh, and, and, you know, Martin and Allie are out there and, and whatever. So I got a lot of high level skiers going on. When I first moved to Utah, the first thing I told Nick Parsons was, I just wanted to make this very clear every single day. It is my goal to beat you. I want you to know that. <laughs> I want you to know that and I want you to know that I expect you to bring the same to me, you know, and, um, and so thus, thus it begins. It's an un, unstated, uh, thing that I'm going to run down the rope. And, and so what, what, what am I doing there? You know, well, number one, I'm, I'm giving myself some incentive to, to, uh, to push myself. know, it's not all about technique. You got to be able to run the buoys too. So you got to, it's got to be a a combination of both. Um, I want to then have him ready to push me, you know? And so he's like, all right, yeah, I'm in on, I'm in on that. And, um, also, you know, I think when you start thinking about skiing tournaments and you start to, uh, need to be ready for that, if you're in back-to-back mode, it's, it's a little bit harder, you know, and that means you're just running, the same pass over and over like twice Mm -hmm. and then go to the next pass and run that twice and go to the next pass and run that twice. So, uh, so getting back to the original, original question in the middle of the summer, I'm doing tournament sets as my sets. Um, it is, I set my intention of what I, you know, okay, well, you know, yesterday I ran, I ran, uh, you know, I ran 39, but I was getting stuck at one and two at 41. So today I'd like to see, you know, I'd like to see three ball today. And then, you know, I'm going to try to try to evolve past that and understand, you know, obviously reflect on what, why I didn't run it the day before. Is it set up? Is it, you know, something I'm not doing on my gates or whatever. And then the next day I need to apply that in a pressure situation. So, yeah. I'm basically like mimicking a, mimicking a tournament, you know? And, and I think that that's, um, it's a good, it's always been a good way for me to do it. And then at the, I'll go down the line and then if I fall, then I'm allowed to, to make, to make changes to my game plan. Like if I just go out and I miss a 39, um, which is my what fourth pass, 32, 35, that's my fourth pass. That's weird. I didn't know that. Um, (laughs) but if I miss my fourth pass, uh, which I expect to run, then um then, then my game plan might be to go backwards. I'll run 38, 35, 32 and be like, man, I I just wasn't on it today, or I need to work on yeah. something. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so anyway, it's it's I have very much intention in the in the middle of it. And the other thing to the the one of the things I think is really important, I ski with uh, I'm gonna relate this to myself. I ski with Nick Parsons. In my life, I've never skied with anybody that can ski that many sets that many days in a row. I just, I, I literally Nick and Mike Parsons are, uh, their inspirations on, on how much they can ski. And, uh, I definitely have talks with them as far as like, what's your fatigue level. And, and their answer to me is I feel great. I mean, day to day, I feel great. I don't have any of this issue. And so, you know, you might have a, you might have a ski partner that skis their brains out that does not mean that you ski your brains out. You there have to, you have to listen to your body. You yep. have to come up with your game plan and you can still, I mean, I've gone to the lake and driven all day long for, for training partners and, and whatever else. And they're like, Oh, you're not skiing today. I'm like, no, nope, uh, kind of a forced day off. It's just not, I'm not feeling it, but it's not, it's not meaning that I'm not out there. I'm not moving around. I'm not active I'm, and, and I'm not, I'm not thinking about water skiing, but I just know that's not something that I can, I just, I know where that's going to head and it's not heading in the right direction for me.
1: And that, that is like, that's, that, that's such a great point. And that's where I was hoping that this episode might go is, is, is exactly that. Like, like you said, your, your ski partners can ski, you know, maybe they want to ski 20 sets a week, you know, and that's, and that's not, excuse me. It's not that they're wrong, right. It's just, everyone needs to do this, you know, then again, go back to being authentic to yourself, because even when you were talking about, you know, how you like to train under these higher pressure scenarios, you know, if that's not your personality, if that's not where you thrive best, if you need, you know, if you need, if you need a more relaxing environment to, 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 to train or, or practice or, or, or improve, then, 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 you know, you, it's okay to be real with yourself on that because, you know, thinking, like thinking to me, that's not the scenario where, where I work best. And that doesn't mean you're not going to be good at tournaments. You know, I, I, I use tournaments to get better at tournaments, but when it comes to World my camp. daily, well, when it comes to my daily practice, though, it's, it's, <clears throat> that's, I, I want that to be just, just so calm and just, just, you know, it, it just, and again, your personality is going to dictate that. Um, so what, what do you as a coach then, or, or even just viewing people around you, what's the biggest mistake you see people make. If there is one. Well,
0: well I'm going to back that I'm going to switch this around and I'm going to say that you just told people to have confidence in your game plan, right? Yeah. So, yes. my reverse of that is throwing your game plan out the window and just chasing somebody else's game plan. You know, that's the yeah. most common mistake there is cuz you're you're not being truthful to yourself and you're not being truthful to you know, what you need and who, who you, you know, who you are. I mean, for me, that, that is so, it's so true. I mean, I've, I've been so blessed in my career to ski with so many, high level skiers you know from the beginning brandon Bookers, and then you know oh, yeah. wade Coxes, and and you know i mean i've been around andy and you know as an andy mapple and you know my ronnie barton was you know one of my tried and trues and julian boufields and you know all these people have their game plan coming into it and you know if you're just gonna put it out there there's times where like let's say i'm you know i, I would get on the wade cox program. You know what I mean? Like you'd be like, Oh man, I mean, this guy's best in the world. I got to do his program, you know? And so I think what you end up doing over time is taking bits and pieces of all of those to create your own, because you went down each one of those paths and realized they do this for this reason. I have a different body. I have a different mind. I take care of my body differently. I mean, that's another huge aspect of this. Like, you know, how, I mean, Nick, Nick Parsons is, you know, I, I, I'm just going to say, I would, I'd say he's a a pretty good eater, you know, in, in the, in the food choices that he has in the quality that he has. And, um, you know, uh, at this moment he doesn't have kids. So, you know, he's getting good, probably getting good sleep, probably getting, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm saying that because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 10 and seven or 11 and seven years into this. And I'm just now starting to get, you know, decent night's sleep where I'm getting six to eight, eight hours straight, you know, and yeah. that's, you know, you gotta be able to recover. So if you don't recover, you gotta come back. So anyway, I would just say, you gotta come up with the, the plan that works for you, that keeps you strong that keeps you motivated. I think those are the, are the keys, um, to that's probably the biggest mistake I see is just people getting yep. on other people's programs. I mean, I've been yep. on the Jamie Beauchene program and, uh, you better hold on on that one. I mean, <laughs> I've, I literally got, I mean, I, in a, in a day we hadn't even water skied yet. And I just looked at him. I'm like, Jamie, there's no way I can water ski right now. I'm like, I cramped <laughs> out when we were biking I was blown out trying to climb and my forearms. I don't even think I could squeeze the handle. And he's like, yep, perfect time to go skiing. And then we then we would go out and you'd grind sets out. That's not the set that that's not the that's not the way you want to be progressing for technical advancement. But if you yeah. want to learn how to grind and, and be a great tournament skier, there's there there are aspects to to doing it. But again, I was on his program and that was not the program that would definitely lead me to my best place. I just could see how well it led him to his best place. Yeah. What about you? Yeah.
1: No, I think I mean so all this this um, <clears throat> I mean regardless of what the you know mistakes you're making, it, it is it's going to come down to being true to yourself. And and it's not even you know again this isn't trying to like sterilize your water ski environment, but it's just it's like, you know you look you know when you think back on like and there's so many different scenarios uh, you can think of whether it's like skiing or or your life where you're like man, I had this little, I had this little voice in my head and why the hell didn't I just listen to it? You know, you know, if you're too tired, you know, if you're not being productive. So if I, but if I just the nuts and bolts of it, probably the one that I see people, um, you know, lu- get lured into too easily is just simply overseeing, you know, and I get it. Like, you know, especially if you live on the lake and it's glass calm. And yeah. But the season's skiing. so short Trent. Yeah, I know. I got to get it in. in I got to get it in. (laughs) But I get it because, you know, I mean, I mean, you love it. I love it. We all we all love this thing. Um, So, you know, you don't. It's not like you don't need to put yourself on this this hard set count, but but listen to your body, you know, and and just, you know, appreciate that, you know, not. Not every time you hit the water is is a is, is a set that it's going to be productive. And and if and if you know your passion for the sport is just overriding your your you know your your self discipline and you're not able to shut it down for the day or the week, then 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 tailor your sets accordingly. You know, so if you had your okay, I've already had my six tournament sets this week where I was really grinding, but I love water skiing too much to to sit on this dock, then. Go out and, and, and that's a time to pull out some, some back to back easy passes, you know, or that's the time is be like, okay, I'm, I know I shouldn't be skiing right now. Trent told me not to ski right now, but I need to ski right now. So go out and do four, four opening passes and make, and just make your gates just, sh- you, you, you know, the most, the, the best version that, that you can, you know, and, and, you know, or do three passes, like, you know, sometimes that, you know, that passion to ski is going to override, you know common sense. So go for it, but just, just ski accordingly. You don't, you know, because I've I've seen too many people get hurt. Um, you know, especially when they were moving along this path to these very specific goals. And if if they had just, you know, just, just choked it back a little bit, they, they, they would have been better off. So, um, don't over ski. And and again, if, if you need to ski, then just tailor your set accordingly. So you, you know, you're not, you're not killing yourself for the next week and the, and the, and the month to follow.
0: Yeah. What about just taking out, uh, if you're a course skier, what about going for a free ski set on a, you know, on a different ski that you, that you don't compete on? You know, what about just going out at 30 miles an hour and having a nice, having a nice experience down the lake? You know, I mean, there's just, you can switch things up. You can go, you know, go, go surfing for the day, whether that be on the ocean, if you live near the ocean or behind the boat, you know, there's just, there's so, or go ride your mountain bike. There's other things that you can do to push yourself. on the water, you get you you learn from every discipline there is. So, yeah. you know, all I'm saying is, is don't have a closed mind. I mean, the more you just singularly track, I think it puts you down that path to overtraining. So keep your mind open and, and uh, don't be afraid to take days off. Don't be afraid to go to the lake and uh, drive for everyone else and not take mm-hmm. that. You know, just, I mean, on those days, you know what I do? I leave my ski at home yeah 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 (laughs) if i already say if i say i'm not skiing today that ski does not go in the boat or in the car because if the ski goes in the car or the boat it's going to get used i mean it's just (laughs) it's like it's just sitting there staring you in the face so i know know. so anyway listen to the body have intention for every set that does as trent and i have said over and over again does not mean you're not having fun just have an intent have intention before you go out there have a game plan and grade yourself on your g- game plan and and obviously listen to the body you know and 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 adjust accordingly
1: yep absolutely and and you know bottom line I just just have the confidence to 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 ski the way you know is best for you you know